all right um we're back episode six slash seven of the half course shot i am so sorry for not releasing last week i was just super caught up with school and i just got jumbled up in like a mess of things and just classes are getting tougher as the weeks go on so just give me a break this time around it won't happen again i'm so sorry um but you know a lot has happened since we last talked um to start the clippers my pick to win the championship yeah they blew a 3-1 lead um it was embarrassing to see uh basically no one on the team showed up besides Kawhi Leonard uh and doesn't matter how good he is he can't do it and literally entirely by himself um Paul George did not turn out to be the playoff P that we expected um also, the Nuggets, first team in NBA history to complete two 3-1 comebacks. Uh, obviously, they beat the Jazz 3-1, who had a 3-1 lead over them in the first round. Or, in the, um, yeah, in the first round. Um, and then the Clippers, my pick to win the title. Um, yeah, on the brighter side of things, the Celtics, um, they're, in the, they're in the conference finals. Right, playing against the five-seeded Miami Heat. Who would have thought the Heat would make it this far? Definitely not me. Um, yeah, definitely. I've talked about Tyler Hero in the past. I've talked about how cold of a player he is and just how how just exciting he is to watch, how cool and collected he seems under pressure. It's just it's just crazy. Like that's that's a rookie, that's a first year player. And he's doing all of this. Like that's like that's so crazy to me. Um, also watching the, watching the Celtics and the Heat play this series, Duncan Robinson is an absolute stud. Like throughout the entire season, yes, he has been great. Um, but I really haven't been like focusing and turning my eyes towards him. I'm like, oh yeah, he's, just, he's this good shooter. That's just getting talked about frequently. He's, he's good. He's really good. He has a quick release dead-eye three-point shooter came from a d3 school played four years in college and now he's a super valuable asset to a team that's competing for a championship he's doing this all in the playoffs tyler hero my theory for tyler hero and why he's so good in the playoffs is because of all the backlash he's been facing his entire life high school when he decided to switch his commitments um and just college over and over and over he just had to deal with so much pressure and he's been able to shut down all the haters uh that's just my theory obviously there's nothing like playing in an nba playoff series but he's i think he's using those skills and those experiences of his to make himself a better player um and i and i honestly don't think i'm totally crazy on that theory um yeah as you guys know he's had a crazy backstory doug robinson as well this Miami Heat team, Eric Spolstra obviously being an elite coach, uh, having an elite staff, just just managed to pick the right players for this team. Jimmy Butler, grit and grind player. That is the name that pops in my mind when you say grit and grind. Um, yeah, surrounding him with good shooters, young guys that he can lead, that's, that's just what he's supposed to do. Um, okay, but what my main topic was for this week 
was what do the Clippers do? Because next year, the Warriors have a top three pick in the draft. They have Stephen Clay coming back. Draymond Green plays better when they're there. So they so automatically that's just four good pieces right there. So the Clippers have more competition in the West. Luka Doncic is getting better. John Morant is getting better. Jaron Jackson is getting better. There are just so many guys. That dynamic duo in Dallas is just going to keep getting better. Luka Doncic is going to start dropping 30-point triple-doubles as if he's playing 2K. And it's just Paul George is getting older. Kawhi is getting older. Um, I would say like two years ago, last year was Kawhi's prime. You could debate that he is still in his prime, um, but I think he's nearing towards the end of it. Paul George should have never left Indiana, in my opinion. Uh, he just hasn't been the same since, and I just I just don't know what's gotten into him. I think I know it might be crazy, might be a hot take, but I think Paul George is starting to regress like crazy. I don't think he will be a superstar next year and the following years to come. So is he really worth that $35, $40 million contract? Do the Clippers keep him or do they try to flip him for a younger guy that might not be as talented at this moment? So it's just, you know, that's obviously up to up to the team. Um... Lou Williams, he's also getting older. Montrez, he's getting better. I'm sure he's in his prime or entering his prime right now. Um, Obviously, they have a super good bench. Pat Bev, also getting older, but he's still going to be that that defensive freak, that energetic guy. You got Marcus Morris, who was supposed, who I thought was going to be a huge part of this Clippers team. I thought he was a, not that he was a huge pickup didn't really seem like that when he basically just talked trash the entire series to Denver and uh, you we know how that turned out yeah so so what what do the Clippers do do they completely start rebuilding because entering the season I was like yeah this team is good this team is really good they have one of they have two of the best two-way players in the NBA and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Just Paul George didn't look like that this year. Kawhi Leonard wasn't great defensively this year either. Um Yeah, when there's when there's people like LeBron and Anthony Davis on one team that you just have to face, when there's people like Steph Curry, Clay, Draymond, and a top three draft pick. That's just that that's just tough to beat. Um so so yeah, it's just like what do they do? But okay, yeah. Besides that, what else I wanted to talk about was the Denver Nuggets. Why are they so good? It's like obviously we saw the Lakers beat them in game 1. By um, I think it was a margin of twelve points. Um, the Nuggets didn't look too terrible, but the way the Lakers playing, I don't see anybody beating them. 
Um, Jamal Murray, absolute stud. Definitely progressing as he should. As the upcoming superstar he is into this league, he is progressing fantastically. Jokic being a bona fide star already, he has been proving that he is that. He's dropping triple doubles in just one half of a game. He's He looks like just a big point guard. He can pass the ball super well. His vision on the court is insanely good. And just everyone on the Denver team wants to play basketball. Everyone has accepted their role, and they've just lifted each other up and made each other that much better. Now you can say the same thing about the Miami Heat. But what what do the Nuggets have that the Heat don't? Jokic. They don't have Jokic. Jokic is a -a one-of-a-kind player, one-in-a-generation player. And, yeah, I honestly have never seen a player like him. He's like Magic Johnson, but inside of a Shaq body. Now, he doesn't carry the same athletic ability as Shaquille O'Neal or Magic Johnson, but his IQ, it's all there. It's like, if he was built differently... He would be one of the greatest players of all time. And I'm not I'm not like discrediting him saying he won't be one of the greatest players of all time, although it does seem like a pretty far reach. I mean anything can happen, right? They the Heat just don't have a bona fide superstar. Like Jimmy Butler, sure, he's all star caliber player. I do not consider him a star in the league. The way he's been playing in this playoffs, sure. If he's played like that his entire career, Sure. Put him in the top 10 best NBA players in the league right now. Um, Bam Adebayo, absolute stud. His block on Jason Tatum game one. Oh, that got me jumping out of my seat. I'm not a Heat fan, nor am I a Celtics fan. But I did I did predict the Celtics to go to the championship. and um, And I still stand by that statement. I also did say the Clippers were going to make it to the championship. Obviously, I was wrong. Um, but, yeah, I still do see the Celtics making the championship. Gordon Hayward is back. He's healthy. He looked great out there today. Um, obviously, didn't play like the 40 minutes or 30 minutes as he should. But but he, he was out there. He was making an impact. And the Celtics took the win today. Um... Is Gordon Hayward that one changing piece for the series? Does is is Gordon Hayward the one that pushes the Celtics over the ledge? Is he just like that uh, one more piece of firepower that the Celtics need to defeat this Miami Heat team who's just gone out and hooped? But yeah, that's definitely all for all for the future to future to tell us. Um I'm saying the Celtics are getting out of this series in seven. Um, and the Lakers, I think they're going to breeze through the Nuggets four or five games. Um, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, no one can stop them. Jokic has been good because there hasn't really been a super all-around good defensive player, a defensive center that he's faced. Obviously, you can say Rudy Gobert, but he does not know how to guard the perimeter. And Jokic's passing is just too... 
too quick and too fast for Gobert to keep up with. Anthony Davis can do that. JaVale McGee is not great in the perimeter, but he can definitely guard the paint. Same with Dwight Howard. They have good defensive centers. And Jokic, I don't think he he's going to be up to that superstar level playing against Anthony Davis. But, you know, the Nuggets have done it before. Maybe they can do it again. Um, maybe maybe we'll see another three one comeback, the third one in NBA, the third one in this NBA playoffs. I mean, I wouldn't be against it, but now, but now my my eyes are turned to a Lakers Celtics matchup, another one, like their ninety millionth one. Um, yeah, and that'd be kind of cool to see too. Like, um, I remember Jason Tatum dunking on LeBron. And then bumping him right after. LeBron's definitely gotta have some have some type of revenge that he wants to get at him, you know? So yeah, that definitely be that definitely be great to see. The Celtics, everyone's progressed from last year. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, you name him. Um yeah, so they're definitely a scary team and a Lakers Celtics matchup would definitely be fun to watch. I also would not be against the Lakers Heat matchup. Um Bam Adebayo just seems like an electric player. I want to see how he does against a against a stud, against an absolute superstar like Anthony Davis. Just see what his true value is like. Um, and as well as I do want to see Tyler Hero succeed. He is one of my favorite players in the NBA, and yeah, that that just be sick to see. But you know, I'll be back next week. We'll have a couple more games to talk about. Um, for now. Clippers blew a 3-1 lead. Shame on them. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely embarrassing. Um, But yeah, that's all for me. Uh, I'm your host, Nathan, and this has been the Half Court Shot, episode 6 and 7. Um, I'd pro- I'll probably just label it, yes, like 6-7. I'm so sorry for not dropping last week again. Uh, and yeah, for sure. See you guys next week. I'll definitely be recapping more of the games. Um, Lakers Celtics. That's my matchup. Magic Bird. Jason Tatum and LeBron. Let's see it happen. All right. See y'all.